We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to Stender, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts, please visit jcastnetwork.org. To share your thoughts about this podcast or others, please visit facebook.com slash jcastnetwork. Over the past week, um, I discovered that uh, one of my favorite movies was available on Netflix, so I had been watching it. Uh, It's uh, a Batman movie that came out about 10 years ago now called The Dark Knight. And the amazing thing about The Dark Knight, in addition to the fact that it was the highest grossing movie of the year that it came out, uh, and uh, just a fun movie to watch, uh, it's not only uh, easily the best Batman movie ever made, uh, but arguably the best superhero movie ever made, and maybe even arguably in the top tier of best films ever made. Uh, That's at least what I would argue. It's an extraordinary movie if you haven't seen it. What's even more amazing about The Dark Knight, which came out uh, I think in like 2006 or 2007, something like that, maybe 2008, Uh, what's amazing about that movie is if you think about where the franchise of Batman came from in order to get to that place. So dial the clocks back to the late 1990s and uh, uh, the Batman franchise that had originally been launched by Tim Burton uh, and uh, in films starring Michael Keaton had taken in the mid-90s a decidedly more campy turn uh, in two films directed by Joel Schumacher, uh, one called uh, Batman... uh, Forever, and the one after that, that was starring Val Kilmer as Batman, uh, and uh, also Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and Tommy Lee Jones uh, as uh, as Two Face, uh, and then after that, uh, Batman Forever, starring George Clooney as Batman, uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, and Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Now. You may or may not remember Batman and Robin. Uh, If you do remember it, as I do, you'll remember that it is arguably one of the worst movies ever made, uh, and certainly the worst Batman movie ever made, and maybe one of the worst superhero movies ever made. It was a complete catastrophe and embarrassment uh, for Warner Brothers, who produced it uh, for the entire franchise. It nearly destroyed for... A number of years, uh, the the entire superhero genre of movies and took Batman totally off the radar screen, nearly killed George Clooney's career as well. Now, what's amazing is just a few short years later, uh, in I think 2001, Warner Brothers released Batman Begins, which was a movie uh, directed by Christopher Nolan, uh, starring Christian Bale, uh, and completely turned around the Batman franchise. It rooted Batman, instead of having this campy, colorful Batman that Batman and Robin represented, it rooted Batman in, quote-unquote, the real world, uh, and tried to examine it as more of a character study, more gritty, more dark, more raw. 
Batman Begins was an incredible success, but if you think about the journey that the studio must have taken to get to the place to greenlight that movie, it's amazing that that movie ever got made. It's amazing that they made another Batman movie after the catastrophe of Batman and Robin. And what's even more amazing is that they not only made another Batman movie, but they made it having learned from the complete and utter failure of Batman and Robin. It was a total 180 degree shift. It rebooted the Batman franchise in an era in which there weren't reboots yet. Now it's very commonplace. This started the reboot, and Batman Begins is what set the stage for The Dark Knight, which was the midpoint in what became Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. It wouldn't have happened had it not been for the failure of Batman and Robin. As a side note, uh, George Clooney also learned from the catastrophe of Batman and Robin and vowed never to make another superhero movie ever again, and George Clooney's career ended up being just fine. Thank you very much. My point in all of this is that what The Dark Knight showcases is the power and importance of failure done right. Failure done right is not avoiding failure in the first place, but experiencing that failure, failure and using that failure as a teacher for how to move forward in a better, more productive, more beautiful, more constructive way in the future. This week's Torah portion is a study in failure done wrong and failure done right. Pharaoh fails at failure. Repeatedly in the Torah portion, Pharaoh is confronted with a choice, let the people go or receive plagues by the hand of God. And Pharaoh at each stage, seven times during the course of the narrative in this week's Torah portion, three more times in next week's Torah portion, Pharaoh will confront the choice of letting people go or receiving plagues and chooses not to let the people go. Or will say, I will let the people go, and then when the plague is lifted, change his mind and not let the people go. Pharaoh fails repeatedly in the Torah portion, but fails at failure. It's not a question about whether Pharaoh fails. It's whether he succeeds or fails at the failure itself. And Pharaoh fails at failure. He refuses to learn from or change course based on the experience of having failed. And each time he's met with more and more ruin because of his inability to learn from and grow from those failures. When the Torah says over and over again, Vayichbad et lev paro, or Vayichazak et lev paro, that Pharaoh's heart was hardened, it's, that's a tricky phrase to unpack and to understand. There's certainly an emotional quality to it, but in biblical Hebrew, lev, it doesn't mean heart in the way that you and I mean heart. Lev was actually understood to be the mind, the, the seed of intellect, cognitive ability. And so when it says that Pharaoh's heart was hardened, it means his mind was set. His resolve was strengthened. He committed to continue in the same course of behavior regardless of what had happened to him each successive time, each previous time that he had done the same thing. Moses, on the other hand, succeeds at failure in this Torah portion. Each time he confronts Pharaoh and Pharaoh refuses to let the people go, Moses brings forth a plague. 
And Moses changes his argument, changes his reasoning, explains to Pharaoh a different way, refines his pitch. Each time Moses speaks to Pharaoh in a slightly different way, each time the consequence that Moses brings upon Pharaoh for refusing to let the people go is different, Moses grows in the course of his failure. He fails over and over and over again at getting Pharaoh to let the people go, but each time he tries to course correct, refine, and grow from each of those failures. The Talmud teaches that in a place where a Baal Tshuva stands, somebody who engages in repentance, even a completely righteous person is unable to stand. In other words, it's better to be somebody who falls and tries to change through learning and growing from that failure than it is to be somebody who never fails at all. It says in another place that a righteous person is marked by falling seven times and after each time getting up. Because our tradition says it's not a matter of being perfect from the onset. Nobody is like that. Everybody in the course of their life will fail and the challenge is not to avoid failure. That's both impossible and wrong-headed. The challenge is, will we fail at failure or will we succeed at failure? Will we follow the path of Pharaoh or will we follow the path of Moses? And the Torah portion this week provides us with a study of what happens when you fail at failure and what is possible when you succeed at failure. To put it in the words of Thomas Wayne, Batman's father, in Batman Begins, why do we fall, Bruce? To learn how to pick ourselves back up. And our Torah teaches us that the point is not to avoid falling, but when we fall, to use it as an opportunity to learn how to pick ourselves back up again and how to walk forward in goodness, in righteousness, and in service to the divine.